0: Hey there, welcome back to the podcast. I am so excited because in today's podcast, I had the pleasure of interviewing Karen Carr, who is a dear friend. She just wrote an awesome new book called Do It Scared. And look, Karen Carr loves YouTube. She is a rock star when it comes to to YouTube. Her 17 year career as a realtor led her to creating a training program for other agents around the world who really wanna generate a steady stream of inbound leads through video marketing. In 2022, she retired from selling real estate and became a full-time business and video marketing coach for entrepreneurs. She's the founder and CEO of Karen Carr Coaching. She loves teaching small business owners how to use video and SEO as a business building tool. And Karen is the Amazon best-selling author of YouTube for real estate agents and her newest book, Do It Scared. You guys, we had such a great conversation about mindset, about getting on camera, about showing up. I know you're absolutely going to love this conversation. Big shout out to Karen for being on the show. And I hope you enjoyed as much as I do. All right, let's get on with the show.
1: You're listening to the Katie Lance Podcast. If you're an entrepreneur, social media geek, real estate pro, a mom, or maybe all of the above, and ready to level up your social media game, you're in the right place.
0: Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Katie Candylands podcast. I am so
2: excited. We have a very special guest in the house with us today. Karen Carr is a bestselling author. She is an amazing person. She is a YouTuber. She's She's just killing it. And we're going to have a great chat with her about her new book, which I just finished. It's
1: called Do It Scared. Karen, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me, Katie. It's nice to see you again. We were just saying that it's been, I feel like it's been years literally since I've seen you, which it is. It has been years.
2: I know it's been, a, it has been a long time and we had you on the show a few years back, but it's time to chat again about uh, about the book and all kinds of good stuff that uh, that you have going on. So Um, let's just kind of start right at the top. I want to talk about your book, do it scared. I literally read it from cover to cover this weekend. It was a great read. It really inspired me personally (laughs) in many ways. Um, and so I would love for you to chat a little bit about that and talk about what inspired you to write it. Um, and you know, specifically, I know you talk a lot about the fear of video marketing for small businesses and would love for you to kind of touch on that a little bit.
1: Well, I had been coaching real estate agents for a couple of years now on using YouTube and video marketing to find prospects who want to buy or sell a house in the market that they work in. And it works so well. And I found that people would join my coaching program and they would come to all of the trainings and they would absorb all the information and six months would go by. And I'd say, have you made a video yet? And they're like, "Mm, no, not yet. And it kept happening over and over and over again. It was not an isolated instance. And then I had an in-person conference. I had people fly across across the country coming from California and Washington and Oregon. And they hadn't made a video yet. And I'm like, you're willing to travel across the country and pay to attend a conference on video you haven't made a video. What is happening? Like, what is stopping you? So I started asking these people and I started hearing the same excuses over and over and over again. And it was the, the surface obstacle was usually, I'm not very technical. I feel like I don't have a good handle on the equipment. I don't have a good microphone. I I'm just filming with my cell phone. I don't have a nice uh, filming area. You know, I'm filming in the spare bedroom of my house and I don't have a nice backdrop, da, 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 da. And eventually it came down to, I am not young enough. I am not attractive enough. I am not thin enough. I am not enough, period. And I thought, wow, I've got to figure out how I can help these people get out of their own darn way, because I know that that's not why anybody watches any of my YouTube videos. I mean, I'm in my fifties and I could stand to, you know, not go to Dunkin' Donuts once or twice a week. And I have all of the same fears that everybody else has. And I'm getting plenty of business from it. Nobody calls and says, you know, I almost hired you, but gosh, I hate that you have gray hair. Like th- that doesn't come up in conversation, mm-hmm. but we're somehow making that be the problem. So I entered into a certification program. I became a mindset coach. So I could not only teach people how to use video, but I could also help them like coach themselves through these self-lim- self-limiting beliefs that are just not, not true. They're not true at all.
2: Yeah. You're so, you're so right. It's, it is very much self-limiting beliefs, and it's mm-hmm. interesting that you talked about how first it's it, it's like the tech, it's like the equipment, it's it's you know all these obstacles. But but peeling peeling back those layers almost like peeling back an onion. Um, I I can I can relate, and I'm sure a lot of people listening are probably nodding,
1: <laughs> you yeah. know,
2: and thinking of the, you know. It's, I think we all have kind of hangups about how we look or sound or 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 whatnot, and so. Oh, 100%. That. Yeah,
1: for sure. Yeah. And I was a little bit lucky when I started making videos, because when I went to college, I originally wanted to be a singer. So I was majoring in music. I was up on stage in front of people all the time. I got over the fear of being in front of a group of people pretty quickly. Now, when you're making videos at home, there's usually nobody around. There's nobody in the room with you. You're filming and you don't have an audience of 400 people watching you do it unless you go live, which I typically don't. I would rather pre record and edit out all of the mistakes and I don't have an audience. So that was never really a problem for me, but a lot of people thought that it was. And so the things that I was telling them was you're alone in your house. Talk to one person when you're making your video. Do not imagine that you're standing on the stage at Carnegie hall and the audience is full. That will freak anybody out. You're just talking to the one lady down the street that's saying, I think I'm going to sell the house. You know, the kids have all gone off to college. It's too big. We don't need this is now a good time to sell. It's just you and she having coffee and, and make it very conversational that way. But I still was not reaching those people. And so then I started finding out like, what is, what's really going on here?
2: Yeah. Well, a lot of it I would imagine, and you talk a lot about this in your book has to do with mindset, right? And so can you maybe share some practical tips for um, or even exercises
1: for uh, overcoming fear and, and maybe helping people build their self-confidence? Sure. One of the things that I learned through this program was that there are only five categories of things in the world. There is the circumstance or the the uh, the setting, if you will. And then there's the thought that you have about it, the feeling that you have about it, the actions that you take as a result, and then what you end up getting, your, your final result. And so a lot of people think that the circumstance is causing the whole problem, but it's not. It's the thought that you have about it. So for example, you know, a very simplistic example is it's pouring rain outside. One person might think like, oh my gosh, it's my wedding day. My wedding is destroyed <laughs> because it's pouring rain. But to the farmer who's had a drought for a month, they're like, thank gosh, it's finally raining. And now my crops are saved and I'll be able to feed my family this year. So it's not the fact that it's raining. That's the problem. It's the thought that you have about it. And so I've really been practicing coaching myself where I will have this thought and I'll have to like stop in my tracks and say, okay, is that really true? (laughs) Is that really the problem? Or is that just what you are thinking about it? So let's put in an example of making video you're, you're, you need to make a video. You've said, I'm going to make a video by June 30th. And you have not yet recorded your video at all. And the thought that you're having about it is, I don't know what to talk about on the video. Like, I don't know what to say. And so how does that make you feel? It makes me feel anxious. So what do we do when we're feeling anxious? Well, I procrastinate and I watch other people's channels and I compare (laughs) myself to theirs. And I tell myself all of the reasons why I suck. And they are so much better than me. And they're in my own market, by the way. So now I'm freaking myself out because so-and-so is so much better than me on camera. They're going to get all of the views. I'm going to get none. None. My broker's going to see the video, tell me that I'm wasting my time telling that me that I'm stupid, that I should just be buying other leads from, you know, the big portals and doing something else. And so what is the result? I don't make a video. Oh. So it's all the thought that you're having about it. And if you can recognize, well, is it really true? Is it really true that I don't know what to talk about? especially when I talk to these realtors and I say, so how long have you been in business? They're like, oh, I'm going on 11 years. I'm like, really? You don't know what to talk about? You've been in this business for 11 years. There's nothing you could think of to talk about in a video. So is that really true? And then when I just kind of ask them more questions. So if you did know what to talk about, just make a guess like what, well, I suppose I could talk about you know what? What kind of money you need for a down payment? I suppose I could talk about. I, I saw a video the other day that said gray is out for the color. You do not have to paint your house gray. You do not have to paint the outside, the inside, the kitchen, every single room in your whole house gray. It is no longer the thing. What is replacing it? Could you make a video about that? Could you make a video? For buyers, for sellers, for first-time buyers, if people are relocating to your area and they've never been there before and they want to know how much is it going to cost me, what's the cost of living, how much is a typical house there, what is there to do, what's the economy like? I mean, there are so many things that you can talk about, but as long as you tell yourself, I don't know what to talk about, then that's your reality because you will absolutely take actions based on what you are thinking. But if you thought, oh my gosh, I've been in business for 11 years, there are so many things for me to talk about. Or what if you're a brand new real estate agent, you're in your first year and maybe you don't have any transactions under your belt yet, or just one or two. And people say, I don't know what to talk about. Well, what if you didn't talk about real estate? What if you just talked about living in the area where you live and why you like it? I mean, one of my top performing videos on my channel was moving to Savannah, 10 reasons why you'll love it here. I didn't talk about real estate. I talked about what it's like living in Savannah for people who are relocating here and don't know anything about it. You don't have to be a a very experienced real estate agent to talk about what it's like living in your area. And that video's had like forty thousand views. It's helped a lot of people, and it's not talking about what is earnest money and how long does it take to close, and what does an escrow officer do. Like, it's not it's not anything like that. And you just said it's helped so many
2: people, and I think yeah. you know, for a lot of people, when you think about mindset, you can maybe shift that mindset of. I, guess I think for some people it's like, oh, I don't want to, it's not all about me. Who do I think I am? Right. There's that sort of imposter syndrome or, right. you know, whatever it might be. But if you can shift to like, I'm helping people, this is going to be really, really helpful.
1: Do you think that makes a difference? I mean, I feel like it it makes a huge difference. Yeah. When you go into it thinking it's not about me, it's not about me and what I look like. It's not about how thin or how heavy I am. It's not about like, I need to get to the hairdresser because I've got an inch of regrowth. It's not about any of that stuff. It's about this person who is thinking about making a move and they desperately need some guidance. They need some help. They don't have an agent to help them yet. Think of the last time you moved, especially if it was before you went into real estate and like, it's a nerve wracking time, death, birth, getting married and buying a house. Like those are the most stressful things in our lives. They are very stressful. People are looking to us for guidance. What size pants you wear does not factor into the conversation. Like, have you, has anybody ever been given a questionnaire? You know, I'm interviewing three different agents about helping me, you know, buy my million dollar home. What's your dress size? Like that does not enter into the conversation. Right. So if we can just say, it's not about me, it's about, I got to help these people who need my help. It's about your personality, quite frankly, which is the coolest thing about YouTube that I've ever discovered and video in general is that When you are yourself on camera, you will attract people that have very similar personalities. Like I get the same kind of clients over. Well, actually i retired from selling real estate, but before then the same type of clients over and over and over again. And we got along great because we had very similar personalities. Mm -hmm. Now the, the people who were very, you know, withdrawn and reserved and they were the, the, the type D's and they wanted all of the data and the analytics and all of the statistics and the numbers and stuff, they rarely called me because that's not my personality. So when they watched my videos, I don't think they really like resonated with me unless they just couldn't find anybody else in the area. (laughs) But the people who did call me were like, oh my gosh, I feel like I know you already. And then we became good friends and went after the closing, like we're going to lunch and I'm going to their pool party at their house and I'm bringing my kids with me and they're adopting my children as their second grandchildren (laughs) and all that stuff. So, when you are yourself on camera, you get the greatest clients you'll ever have, but you can't get those people if you're not yourself on camera. And again, it's it's not what you look like. it's the personality that you're displaying on camera.
2: I love that. You know, I think a lot of people fear being judged. You know, like you said, what do people think of me? What are they gonna, you know, what's their perception of me? Do you have some tips on how people can, Overcome this fear and really kind of embrace the vulnerability that comes with getting on camera?
1: Yeah. Well, first of all, you are going to be judged no matter what you do. I mean, if I went to the grocery store at six o'clock in the morning on Saturday because we were out of milk and my son wanted a bowl of cereal and I was in my pajamas with my hair in a messy bun and no makeup, do you think that the people aren't like, girl, you couldn't put pants on before you came to the store. Like they're, they're judging us every day, every day, in every circumstance, they're having a thought about you. That's fine. That's their thought. Their thought can be totally wrong. They might think that I am, you know, homeless based on what I was dressed like, but I know that that's not right. So if we can just say it's their thought, it's their opinion, it's all about them. It's not about me. It doesn't really matter. And I can't change their thoughts anyway. I can't make them do something else. I can't make them think something else. I can do my best to present to them what I want them to see and hopefully they will make a favorable opinion about me, but I can't, I can't force it. So when you just know that people are gonna judge you and it is what it is. And I kind of find that it's important. To allow that to happen because those people who don't resonate with you, they don't have the same personality as you. They don't like they watch your video, but you're just not clicking with them. They're not your favorite clients. Those are the people that, I don't know, they're kind of difficult to work with. And they're calling (laughs) you at 11 o'clock at night. And they're angry that you didn't answer because like, when I snap my fingers, you better be jumping. I don't really want to work with those people. I prefer to work with the people who say, oh, you're not going to work on Sunday because it's your son's birthday party and you're going to be busy. That's fine. Not the people that are going to be angry because you didn't answer the phone during your son's birthday party. It's like when you're really yourself on camera, the people will self-select, I guess. The people who don't like you will just not ever call you. And that's totally fine because they're not for me. They, they can go work with somebody else. It's totally fine. The people who will call you did so because they liked your personality and they can't make that decision if you're not willing to let them make their opinion about you, form their opinion about you. So. I mean, it's kind of tough to just say, okay, bring on the judgment, but that's really what is happening when you make a video mm-hmm. and then you get your first negative comment and it's like, welcome to the club. You have arrived. You know, that meme of like Beyonce walking into the party yes. and she's all decked out. Like I picture that in my head whenever I see a negative comment, cause it's like, I have arrived. Thank you very much. And the only reason they leave a negative comment is because they actually found the video. So this is a good thing. This means <laughs> this your videos thing. are getting in front of new audiences. And not a hundred percent of the people are gonna love you a hundred percent of the time. It's okay. It's yeah. okay. Yeah.
2: So your book really gets into um seven proven steps, you know, to create effective and, and profitable video content. Can you share maybe? A couple of those or, or, you know, a couple of those steps from the book, I, I, I would love to give some, some of the folks who are listening a couple, you know, tangible takeaways, because I, I, I you love what we talked about as far as judgment and getting over how you look and, and, and whatnot. And, uh, but I'm sure there's a few people who are like, okay, I need some, <laughs> some tactical advice here. So you
1: got it. Okay. <laughs> so my first tip would be choose your platform of choice. You do not need to be on all of the platforms. You can but it's overwhelming. So I would say just pick the one that you like the best that you are on yourself the most often because it'll be easier to stick with it. For me, that was YouTube. And that was mostly because YouTube is a search engine and it's owned by Google. So if you make a good video, not only does it show up in YouTube searches, but it shows up on the first page of Google as well. For me, that's been huge. I have a a website. And if I embed my YouTube videos in my website, I get like extra love from Google because the website blog post ranks and the video ranks and the two together are like a match made in heaven. But if it's Instagram or it's TikTok, that's fine. Just choose your platform of choice and then commit to it. Then decide who is your target audience. I get a lot of pushback on this. I say, you cannot help. I mean, you can help anyone that wants to buy or sell a house in any part of the area that you service. But do you really want to? And is that an effective strategy? It's not an effective strategy because when you are so generic that there is nothing that differentiates you between all of the other people in your market, then why should they call you? Because you're just the same as everybody else. So decide what is your area of expertise? Do you help sellers? Do you help renters become first time home buyers? Do you help people? Mm, They want to buy a condo in the city. Do you help people that can't afford to live in San Francisco? So they're going to live in the South Bay and they're going to commute because it's more affordable. Do you help people that are relocating to the area, uh, tiny homes, beach homes, log cabins, a, a very specific geographic farm area. What is your niche? What is your, I say niche because the riches are in the niches, but you could say niche if you want to, and then decide that. That's my target audience. That is my ideal customer avatar. And I'm gonna make all of my content for that person. When you do that, you end up like training the algorithm algorithm of whichever platform you are on, who is the most likely person to click on your video and watch it. Because you're not saying like anybody, any of the 10 million people that live in the state can watch my video. It's the people that definitely need what it is you offer. So I really feel like you need to get specific with what am I talking about on this channel? And people say, well, I don't want to limit myself. I don't want to like alienate all of the other people. And I would argue it actually is more effective. And it also helps you never, ever, ever again say, I don't know what to talk about. Because if I say I am a beach home expert and I work in... Jacksonville, Florida, and I am serving like the high end luxury beach neighborhoods in Jacksonville, Florida, you're going to know exactly what to talk about. But if I said, I am a real estate agent and I work in Jacksonville, Florida, and I don't know what the population of Jacksonville is, but it's probably, I don't know, a million easily (laughs) with like the downtown plus all the surrounding suburbs. And then okay, well, what am I going to talk about? I don't know. Today I'll talk about buying. And the next time I'll talk about selling. And the next time (laughs) I'll talk about a neighborhood. It gets more difficult to come up with topic ideas because you don't have a very finely honed area of expertise. So getting specific really helps, um, especially with video, give with no expectation of getting anything in return. And that comes back to helping people, right? I'm making the videos. Yes, I'm hoping I will get clients from it, but truly I'm making the videos because I want to help people. I want to educate them about the buying process, the selling process, the relocation process, whatever your area of expertise is. And um, I'm just going to make this content because I know that it's needed, but it's not a big commercial about me. It's not like hello, welcome back to my channel. I'm Karen. I'm a realtor. Here's my phone number. Here's my brokerage logo. Please call me. If I can answer your questions, please call me. Like we don't do that. It's just give, 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 and then ask at the very, very end, you know, the whole Gary V uh, jab, 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 right hook thing, but it's almost like jab, 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 jab some more and then right hook because those videos that we see where the agent is all like, just sold another one I sold it in seven hours we had 18 offers over asking price like I am so amazing but they try to make it the the like oh congrats to my client but really it's it's all like I sold the house super fast right, right you'll notice that they get no engagement you look at that post and the only people who liked it were their real estate agent friends and their mom like those people see those posts but they don't they just they don't even look at it anymore it just goes right over their head. It doesn't cause any engagement, it's nothing. But if they had made a video where they were really honestly trying to help the viewer, they get all kinds of engagement. And then the people reach out and they call you and they say, I've been watching all of your videos. They are so helpful. You get tons and tons and tons of business from doing that by making the videos as though you're not expecting to get any business from it. It's so funny that it's like how effective it is and how well it works by not being an annoying salesperson.
2: <laughs> exactly, exactly. So yeah. I, I know I sent over, you know, questions I was going to ask you and I thought of something that I I didn't tell you I was going to ask you. So hopefully oh, you okay. <laughs> well, as you're talking, I think a lot of people might be thinking, you know, this all sounds great, but like how long does it take, right? Like, I feel like I get this question a lot of like, how soon should I start seeing results? And yes. also how often do I need to post videos to get those desired results. I'm just curious, you know, right or wrong answer, but I'm just curious of your expertise, what you think about that.
1: Well, I am no expert on any platform except for YouTube. So I will keep my answers to YouTube because Lord knows I stink on pretty much every other platform (laughs) Um, on YouTube. I would say expect it to take six months. If it takes less, you will be very pleasantly surprised. And that's if you're making one video a week, if you want to make short form vertical content for YouTube. So they're called YouTube shorts. It's basically their version of TikTok. If you could upload, gosh, I would say three to five times a week, that would be fantastic. And those videos again are very, very short, but if you make one longer video, a video that's five, 10, 15 minutes long, once a week would be amazing. And when people are like, oh my gosh, I could never, uh, that's going to take so much time. That's the only thing that I did for five years. And I built a team of nine real estate agents where we got all of our business from our YouTube channel. So let that sink in for a minute. <laughs> I, I did not farm a neighborhood. I did not mail postcards. I did not cold call. I did not call my sphere and ask for referrals. I did not have some sort of drip campaign that was cold outreach. I did not buy leads from The big portals, shall we say, um, (laughs) Mm -hmm. I didn't have to do any of those things. The only thing that I did was make one video a week posted on the YouTube channel after a couple of months for me, I think I got my first lead in three months Mm -hmm. and uh, my channel was for buyers in the military who are relocating to Savannah because they were going to be stationed at Hunter army airfield. That's how specific my channel was at the beginning. The first lead I got was a seller who was not in the military. So even though I was making all of this buyer-focused content for people who were military, the first lead I got was from somebody who somehow stumbled across the videos, liked my personality, lived in the next town over, decided that they were going to sell and move back to Florida, hired me to list their house. And when I went to his house to do the uh, listing presentation, I said something like, so who else are you interviewing? Cause I had only been in Savannah for a couple of months at that time. I didn't know his neighborhood. I didn't know anything. Like if he had asked me all of those questions, I would have just been tongue tied. How many houses have you sold in this neighborhood? Oh, uh, my office has sold, you know, 97, but I hadn't sold any. When I said, who else are you interviewing? They said, nobody, we picked you already. So just, you know, do you have the listing agreement? Let's sign it. Amazing. The next lead I got was another seller. Now he was in the military and he was being stationed somewhere in Virginia, I believe. So he had to sell his house here. And I got a referral for the agent that I referred him to in Virginia. But again, it was another seller. So it was interesting when you say like, I can't niche down because I don't want to alienate people. Look at that. I was making buyer focused content. I got two sellers as my very first leads. And then from that point on it, just kept coming and coming and then more frequently to the point where I had so much inbound business, I couldn't handle it myself. And I formed a team. Mm. And then at that point, we started expanding into other cities, into other States and grew this big team. All we did was make YouTube videos. So if you're going to do this on top of your other stuff, yes, I would say probably spend 30 to 60 minutes a day creating this content. If you're doing everything yourself. If you have people helping you, I'm talking, it's like two hours a week. It's Mm -hmm. not that much. All you have to do is film the video. Someone else can do everything else. They can edit it. They can upload it to the YouTube channel. They can make a thumbnail. They can write the description. They could write the script for you. And by the way, chat GPT (laughs) is the best thing. If you are not using this, oh my goodness chat GPT will give you a title. It will give you an outline. It will tell you what to talk about. It will tell you a great opening hook. It will tell you a great call to action. Like you can take all of this stuff from chat GPT. And then all you have to do is open your phone. You don't have to have a big fancy camera, hit record, and then send it away and say, you edit this and make it look pretty. Yeah. And like yes. two hours a week to give you a six figure or multiple six figure. In fact, I met somebody at a conference last year and he said, I'm on track to do a million dollars in GCI. And all I do is YouTube videos. Wow. And then one of my coaching students said, I made like 950,000 last year. Like I want to break a million this year. <laughs> and I said, do you do anything else? And she said, nope, all I do is make YouTube videos. That's it. Yeah, that's.
2: I, and like you said, you know, niche down, right. Pick a platform. You don't have to be everywhere. I, I agree with you about YouTube. I, you know, I am on multiple platforms because I, I run a social media company and I'm on, Yeah, but you you're know. not doing it all
1: by yourself. So <laughs> no, if exactly. you did everything hundred percent yourself, do right. you think that that would even be possible?
2: No, no, yeah, absolutely. And you, I love your point about growing, you know, you, and you start with where you're at. And if you are an individual agent or you're an individual entrepreneur or, you know, just you, the beauty like you said we all have you know a phone <laughs> and, right. you, and you and you start there and honestly even now i still record a ton of stuff just with my phone cuz it's mm-hmm. quick and it's easy you know and like you said you you evolve you evolve to bring on uh, maybe a, a video editor at some point or assistant or marketing uh, person and you you grow and you evolve but you don't let that pull you back from starting now you know right. today
1: yeah i mean the the videos on my channel that bring me the most leads are the ones I filmed in 2017 and 2018 on my phone. And I think I had like an iPhone six at the time. (laughs) So it wasn't even like a super wazoo camera back then. And Mm -hmm. again, nobody says I'm not going to hire you to represent me because you're filming on your phone. They don't know what you're filming on. As long as you were clear and you didn't have like a big thumbprint on your camera lens, (laughs) they don't know what you're using to film. And it's not a problem. They don't care because you gave them the information that they needed and you were being helpful and you were showing your personality. Now, if you're gonna do a listing video for a beautiful house, maybe you wanna step up your game a little bit, but for the videos that you're just making for your YouTube channel, a phone is, there is nothing wrong with your phone, especially if you have now a late model phone. Like I have the 13 Pro that has the three different camera lenses on it. It's amazing. It, and it's amazing, <laughs> and and I am filming with the webcam on my computer right now. And yeah. I was just talking to Katie right before we hit record, <laughs> and I'm like, I, the, it films in 1080p. I think this looks really good for a webcam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. as far as like the background behind me, this is the spare bedroom over my garage. <laughs> yes, I did buy a few lights to kind of jazz things up and make it interesting, but this is just a spare bedroom. This is nothing fancy.
2: Yeah, yeah. It's definitely definitely an evolution and totally, you know, the more you do it, as you know, the, the better you get, the more confident you feel. It's like, I always say it's like a muscle, you know, and your first few videos, maybe your first few dozen videos are not, you know, they're not going to be the greatest. It's all good. You'd have to kind of work, you work through it, you get better over the course of time. Uh, and you know, like you said, you look at the light at the end of the tunnel, Uh, you know, you put, put the work in and you work on the mindset, which by the way, for all of you listening. Uh, there's a lot of great mindset stuff in here, which I think is, that's what it's all about.
1: <laughs> I mean, that's half of it. It really it's, is. It's not percent I mean, it of it. <laughs> if it were so easy, we would all be doing it. Right. Yeah, it exactly. would, if it were just so, Oh, pick up your phone and start recording. Yeah. Everyone would do it. It would never be an issue. It's all of that silly stuff that we tell ourselves that really is not true. So if you say, I hate the sound of my own voice, it's like, okay, so how long have you been in real estate? Have you ever sold a house before? Okay, if you've had any sales at all, you've had any clients at all, did any of them ever even bring up what your voice sounded like to you? And newsflash, you are the only one that hears your voice that way. Everybody else hears it a different way. I majored in music in college. I wanted to be a singer. And because of the way your voice resonates through your head, your sinus cavities and everything before it comes out of your mouth, everyone else hears it the same way. You're the only one that hears it differently. So when you start making your videos and you play them back and you cringe and you're like, oh my gosh, that's what I sound like. That's what everyone else hears. And it has never been an obstacle. Like you've made it this far in life and no one said, please stop speaking. Like, I can't listen to you ever again. Just stop. Like, That's not the problem. Right. So you'll get over it very quickly. The more you listen to yourself. The more you edit your own video and see yourself and you're like, wow, one of my eyes is smaller than the other one. And my nose is totally crooked after a couple of weeks, you're over it because it's kind of like violence in video games. I think the first time you see it, you're horrified. And then after a while you become desensitized to it. It's kind of like that with video editing, (laughs) you notice all of your flaws at the beginning, And then after a while, you're like, eh, it is what it is. That's what I look like. That's what I sound like. I'm over it. So the more you can expose yourself to yourself on camera, the faster you'll get over that hurdle.
2: That's great advice. Well, I have absolutely loved chatting with you, Karen. This is so fun. I would absolutely encourage everyone watching to go get your book. I am assuming sending people to Amazon is the best way, but is there another way that you prefer? Nope. Um, Amazon is great. Okay. And I would absolutely encourage, you know, all of you to connect with Karen, you know, she's doing coaching. She's a great person to uh, connect with. If you're looking for some encouragement when it comes to getting on camera and doing it scared, Um, Karen, if if people want to connect with you, what are, what are some of the best places that people can find you?
1: Uh, I am trying to be more visible on other platforms but truthfully this one is still YouTube so my YouTube channel is youtube.com slash Karen Carr on Instagram I am the Karen Carr on TikTok I am the Karen Carr and my website is karencar.com and Karen is k-a-r-i-n thanks mom so all of those different places.
2: <laughs> Fantastic. Well, we will link all of those below. So if you're watching on our YouTube channel, you can check out the description below for all those links. We absolutely connect, encourage you to connect with Karen. Go to her YouTube channel, subscribe to her channel, check it out. Uh, and if you're, of course, listening over on the podcast, you can also go into our show notes, uh, whether you're listening on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever you're listening, and we will link to Karen's book. And all of her, uh, all her, all her places, Instagram, YouTube, all the places, her website. uh, So you can absolutely connect with her. So Karen, thank you
1: so much for being on the show today. Oh, thank you, Katie. It was a pleasure to be here. And I love talking about this stuff. And I just, if we, if I could give one final tip in closing, it's like video is hands down the best lead generation tool that I've ever discovered. I was a real estate agent for 17 years. I've had a coaching business now for five. Like video marketing is the thing that will bring you the most business. It is the most affordable. Like there's just there's no downside except that you have to do it. So if mindset is the thing stopping you, go get do it scared. And go feel free to go look at my YouTube channel and look at my oldest videos. And when you see how bad they were and know that those still bring me business, hopefully that'll make you feel better.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. Well, thank you so much for being with us today. I I love that as our our closing thoughts. Uh, And for all of you who are watching, we so appreciate you watching the show and supporting us. If you're watching over on YouTube and you enjoyed the show, we would love if you'd hit the like button, hit the subscribe button comment below. Let us know what your big takeaway was from our conversation today. And if you're listening over on our podcast, Reviews do matter. We would absolutely love your five-star review. And honestly, the best thing you can do is share this out. You can tag me, tag Karen. We would absolutely love to connect with you and hear your thoughts. All right, my friends, thank you again. We'll see you next time. Karen, thanks again, and we'll see you soon. Bye for now.
1: Thanks so much for listening to today's show. If you want more, head over to katielance.com and check out the Get Social Smart Academy, guaranteed to get you social smart. Also sign up for a free email newsletter packed full of great content. Until next time, get social smart.